Welcome to the SIFT Podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics. Coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. Another episode of the Sift Podcast. We here, ladies and gentlemen. We live. We live. Well, no. If no, we were not. live, that would be a hot mess. It would be like uh, Love is Blind's live event. Something would oh, go way wrong. Oh my gosh, yeah. Thinking. Something would happen. <laughs> that was awful. It really was. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I was just like watching people's reactions to I was to watching it, people watching. watching. Yeah, I'm like, because didn't you say yours came on like, an, you waited an hour or something? I waited an hour and a half and it still never came on. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. And so you I, didn't get to watch it live? I didn't get to watch it live, but Ugh. I saw that there, I saw on Twitter that people, like some people got it and some people didn't. That's wild. Um. Yeah, my screen just stayed on the like seventy six percent loading like the entire time. Stop. Mm-hmm. I would like click out of it and what like go fail, back into Netflix. it, and they tried it. I don't know why they thought that they could do a live thing. Like y'all have never done anything live. I, why would y'all? Try I don't. To, I, don't I don't know why, why they thought that was that. a good idea, mm. especially because I feel like Netflix is good at making a show look good after they edit it. Like yeah. they don't, mm-hmm. they don't know how to make a show look good live. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They like, don't. I heard that, like even watching it afterwards, it was awkward. Oh yeah, the camera work and like they were doing like these random like zoom in. It was weird. Oh. It was it was bad. It well, not good. to mention the fact that I watched a TikTok the other day from one of the episodes of Love Is Blind. I think it was when Kwame met what's her face's dad, Chelsea's. Yes, and it was showing like the way that they cut it. You could tell that it was cut out of order mm-hmm. because when they started the conversation, he had no food on his plate. Yeah. And then the next thing he said, he had a full plate of food. And then the next thing he said, no food. Like yeah. it, you could tell that they put it out of order to yeah. make it sound like a certain way. And you can't do that if it's live. Right. Well, so that where's makes the tea me, then? That makes me think that most of it, some, at least some of it is scripted. Oh, for sure. Because oh, yeah. like they'll do like takes and stuff and the continuity of it. They just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, reality TV is not reality. No, it's we not. Know. It's not. The only one that's probably reality is maybe the Kardashians because their life is just that. No, it's still scripted. <laughs> I have not seen a maybe a real reality show is like Super Nanny because I can see those kids uh, being no, like really. I think that's scripted. You really? know what's you know what's not live PD. That yes. live except yes. for the guy that reads the teleprompter at the beginning and he's like, "We're going yeah. live to Las Vegas." Those oh people God. are really crazy. Do y'all know that show is back on? Is it? Yeah, it's for called real? It's on Patrol Live. They changed the Wait, name. Wait, isn't that like the bounty hunter shows where the guys? But if go you guys have they... Peacock, no, that's um, Gabby has Peacock. I do have Peacock. Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock. It's oh, snap! So funny. Is it is it still live? Do, yes, oh. it's literally hilarious. Wait, like, is, I... what's that show where like there's that's like Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, no, no. It's a it's not Dog the Bounty Hunter. What cops? Maybe it's that. There's cops and then there's live PD. Like cops. I keep is just seeing cops. like um clips on TikTok of this one guy and he's like a bounty hunter and he goes to these people's houses. It's super Oh, you're funny. talking about that Patty Mayo guy? That's scripted. That's not even real. He's no. not a real like cop. You know what's yeah. not scripted? I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> how to catch a predator. What, what are you doing here, sir? Why are you here, sir? Did you know she was thirteen? Sure. Well, she told me she was fourteen. And you think that makes a difference, sir? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one year really so i was just here to hang out you were here to hang out knowing her parents were not home he's like well who are you <laughs> well who are you he's like i'll tell you in a minute sit down please <laughs> chris hansen had no chill i trust that man with my life right oh, yeah for he sure. has he has a new show on right now i forget what it's called but you have to have it's called like true blue something it's like another streaming platform or whatever and I want to watch it because it looks hysterical. And I saw this one um, clip on TikTok that he like sat down with the person on the couch and was like, why are you here? Like he got <laughs> real comfy with them. It was funny. And they were just like, my, and I think my favorite of all of the ever to catch a predators is we watched one the other day on YouTube and um, the, 
the guy got down on his knees and is like, please, sir, I have a family. I have a family. Please, sir, don't call cops. Like, it was so, like, literally begging him. And he was like, you could go. And the cops were like, kill the girl. I like the, the one where he's like, for the first time ever, I was offered a slice of pizza. He's like, you want some pizza? <gasps> oh, that guy. Like, the guy, he brought a pizza box <laughs> with him. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And didn't he, like make a quote-unquote marriage contract yes. with the girl or whatever yes or try to he was trying to um gaslight her and, <laughs> yeah. and he was her. like and he's like so you you want to get married to her he was like when you know maybe when she's old enough like, or i wasn't gonna do consent. nothing with her i wasn't gonna do nothing with her like, but he was trying to marry her he's just like you on paper. drove three hours to i know do and then he's nothing. like he's like you know we have your messages and he'll like start reading the messages and they'll be like i, I, I that I, could I, mean no, anything was, yeah, could no. mean anything it wasn't sir you sent a picture of your penis that wasn't mine is my face in it one mine <laughs> can we have chris hansen on the podcast chris hansen please come on the podcast we'll please. tell you about jesus hallelujah <laughs> anyway i wonder if he has daughters i'm sure he has kids i wonder if I like know. they know what do you mean if like they if what? they know like what he does i'm or, like, sure you know do Sound they like he works for the fbi do you think he's like more protective of them than like oh i don't sure. know like probably do you think this like what sparked his like wanting to do this like did he have kids before and he realized man i need to catch catch a predator uh i got daughters i know that i watched no he has of- two sons oh, okay mm-hmm. well then he's then, teaching them to not be predators. he's a good man savannah <laughs> <laughs> He's a good man. Listen, I I did watch some sort of documentary or like a mini something and he was interviewed and he just started as a regular investigative reporter and he always like was interested in like true crime and like things like that. That's what he did. It was usually criminal reporting and I don't remember what he said happened, but like one. Oh, it was a 60 minute thing. Like he did one special episode. Um and it just like spiraled from there and he's like we got to catch more of these terrible people yeah um but yeah chris hansen you can come on the podcast anytime we think you are the real og (laughs) you are the bomb.com yeah continue to catch predators please and put your show on multiple streaming platforms so i can watch it yes anyway was everybody's week good Eh. i'm getting over a cold so if i'm coughing well i had food poisoning so it's been a week for me (laughs) What is happening? Lemon's playing with my hair. With your hair? <laughs> my cat is Lemon playing That's with Celine's hair. Celine's hair is very, very long right well, now. I just, I just felt like a tug. <laughs> be careful. Like her claws, like, it stuck. will untangle your hair. Okay, get So be down. careful. Get down. Get down. You might have to like pull your hair in get front of down. you. Ma'am, you're doing too much. <laughs> Doing too much. She's like, is this a toy? Yeah, I is felt this for like, me? I felt like a tug and I was Look like, at her looking. She wants it so bad. <laughs> she, she got every it, time she I got move it my bad. phone charger, she thinks it's a toy. That's hilarious. So <laughs> she does play with unused tampon wrappers. She does. So like I went on a trip last weekend <laughs> and you know, gotta pack them tamps, okay? So I packed a tampon <laughs> in my bag and it's still in the wrapper and everything. And I, you know, got home and just had my suitcase like open because who puts their stuff away right away after a trip elvis and you i assume yes that's so weird <laughs> i only do it because elvis is like you need Mm-mm. to put your stuff away nope you open your suitcase and you live out of it for like two weeks <laughs> that's what i used to do i can't anymore <laughs> yeah no i literally i just cleaned it up yesterday <laughs> yeah that's, that was a while ago that trip yeah that it was <laughs> that was last weekend Okay. So a week. Okay, so a week. But yeah. the only reason I cleaned it up is because y'all were coming over. So I mean, yeah. I would have stayed out. Look, That's it's fine. over there. It's not even put away all the way. It's just closed now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just closed yeah, in the so corner. What did let me yeah, get out of your suitcase? I packed my ta- a tampon in there, and all of a sudden, like it's just like in the living room. I'm like, why is there a, a wrapped tampon, <laughs> unused tampon, in the living room? And there's like bite marks in it in the wrapping. And I look over an hour later and she's just carrying it around in her mouth <laughs> just playing with it i don't know it's you know so i left it out because she she right why would you buy her a cat toy when she could play with an unused no they on? oh because they're deprived they Very. they have nothing they right. are you know no they're severely spoiled right cats. just like why would want to chew on her toy when she can chew on my window they cell? have everything right. they've mm-hmm. ever wanted or your earrings or my or earrings or my or my claw clip or my pillows no no no. she doesn't eat her toys no. or her bone she nope. can chew on my household things did you have a good week, Celine? <laughs> I did have a good week. Good. Yeah, it was a really, it was a good week. That's good. I'm glad. 
bad. Well, let's get into what we got going today. First, I have a very interesting What the Heck Ohio for y'all. I'm so excited. This Uh, is my favorite. According to Strange and Spooky Worlds, on January 22nd of 2015, um, in Toledo, in the early morning hours, Wednesday... On the 21st, I'm sorry, police attempted to make a traffic stop on a vehicle as it approached the intersection of Ash Street and Toledo Avenue. Rather than pull over, a 33-year-old driver named Jason Davis instead decided to make an attempt to run and outwin, outwin, outrun the police. Of course. So my question to you is, where do you think that this man went to try to get away? They're all wrong answers, but Wait, I want to okay, know. Okay, so they're they're on the highway. They're driving and they're chasing him, and he drove somewhere very specific to try to get away. And I want you to try to guess where that was. Mm. To like, mm. <laughs> like, like he took an exit. You're like talking like he like he just drove to somewhere very specific, thinking he could get away. Strip club? No. A park? No. The wheeze. He drove. <laughs> he drove into the Toledo Correctional Institution. Not him driving Straight himself to, to the jail. prison. Why? Straight to the prison. And he didn't just drive there. Straight to jail. He crashed right to jail. through a closed right gate. <laughs> and then got in the parking lot. And there's a giant loop that drives around the entire perimeter of the prison mm-hmm. so he drove started to drive around the loop and instead of following him the police just waited there because he came back around <laughs> <laughs> and they put stop strips and he flattened all his tires and they took him into custody that i'm screaming he made their job so easy like, you know like- they just waited for him to come around the loop they stopped him and that was it that was all like can you that- imagine being the cops just sitting there waiting for him to just come back around like all right well boys I, we got him i don't <laughs> I truly, I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. I don't know why he did either. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why would you go somewhere where there's literally one exit? One exit, one entrance. Well, and why would he go the place he's trying to avoid? Like, that maybe he's, he's trying to, like, be undercover and trying to, like, I don't. maybe if I'm parked here, they won't see me. He said, oh, yeah, I got him now. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't. People are stupid, you guys. Oh, truly. Yeah. I mean, it's Toledo. There's a lot going on in Toledo. Maybe he didn't know that it was a correctional facility. Maybe he just like got nearest exit. How could you know? I'm sure there was a sign. I'm sure there was a yeah. But if it's a high speed chase, he's probably not thinking about barbed wire. He's like, I'm just gonna go. He knew it was a prison. So you're telling me that if you saw a giant cinder block building with multiple fences that are probably twenty to thirty feet high and guard towers, guard towers, and lights and barbed wire, you wouldn't be like, hmm. This is a nice place. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> this man knew where he was going. Well, don't, well, you knew. don't know that. Maybe Maybe he was under the influence. I don't know. <sighs> we don't know where this man's brain was. I'm just saying, you know, maybe he didn't realize. <laughs> maybe he's like, this looks fun. Not you defending this man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Straight to jail. You right to jail. He you was and like, him. Let me you just, go too fast. Like, you know right what? I'm not going to outrun them. I'm just going to take myself. <laughs> I'm just going to go there myself. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Right to jail. Right to jail. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about waiting on the promise. Hey, now. Specifically, a promise that God has given you, something that, you know, you've really wanted, that your heart desires, um, or it could even be something that you're going through, the promise of being pulled through something, um, whatever that promise may be for you. Um, That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um. So to start off, think about, I want you to go back in time and think about when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. And when we're kids, the hardest thing to do would be to wait. Wait on something to go do that's fun. Um, Waiting for dinner, waiting for whatever it is. Waiting is the hardest thing to do. Even if it's for a few minutes, it feels like five ever. Mm. And it's really hard and really difficult. And the adults in your life would reassure you, like, don't worry, It'll happen soon. Like, be patient. And 
the weird thing about it is usually when we learn things as children, it's instilled in us and we can grow up and have it in our person and pass it on to the next generation. So my first question is, why do you guys think that waiting is one of those things that is still just as difficult as it was for us when we were kids? Because like, why am I going to have it later when I can have it right now? Right. Exactly. Like I can have it right now. Like what's, what's the holdup, sir? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's going on? What's but then you don't realize like maybe there's something that you have to learn. Maybe there's something you got to go through, but like you don't know that until it happens. Right. Right. And you're like, oh man, like I wish like I would have like waited or I would have been content in that moment. Cause like if I would have gotten it then I wouldn't have been so grateful or I wouldn't have done this, but like, Sometimes you got to go through whatever you got to go through to learn the lesson or to be thankful or to whatever, you know? Yeah. What do you think, And even knowing that, like, even knowing that there is something, you know, like, once you get whatever it is that you're waiting for, like, even, like, every single time you're still just like, okay, like, why am I waiting? Like, what's going on? Like, every single time. I've always wondered, like, that. that honestly, it's a really good question because why is it that, still like our right. whole lives we're all just like oh what i have to wait like i just want it now like i can just get it now and then like you finally get it and you're like oh like it was worth the wait blah 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 and then you have an, a cycle starts again and you're like why do i have to wait blah 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 and then you're like ah i get it now like blah 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 it's but just a constant thing it's just like, a constant I cycle i think it's a battle between <laughs> flesh and spirit because yeah. fleshly as humans like we're never content mm-hmm. we will yeah. never be content <clears throat> I think it's because we as adults understand that disappointment is a thing and we understand that nothing is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Um, Things can change in an instant. And I think, unfortunately, to protect our hearts, we expect failure. And so that for me is like, okay, you know, I don't really want to wait. Like, I don't think this is going to happen. Let me just, you know, get it over with and be done. Like, I don't want to wait for it. Um, Which brings me to my second point. When we were kids... If our most trusted adult, you know, said to us, you know, this is what I'm promising you. This is going to happen. I'm going to give you this, whatever. We believed it. No questions asked. At least I did. Um, And I'm sure that we were let down here and there. Mm -hmm. But because there's so much optimism embedded in children, it carries them to the next promise to trust their adult again for the Mm -hmm. next thing. So my next question is, why as adults do we not have the same optimism and the same ability to trust God, who is our tr- would be our trusted adult in this in this situation. Why do we think that we can't be that way with God? I got it. I was going to say, it. Gabby is so excited for this. <laughs> Something question. came to mind. I don't want to forget it. Okay. I think because as we're young and growing up, we trust adults and humans who are flawed Mm. to give us these things Mm. and when it's not given to us we're disappointed and each time it happens our optimism becomes smaller and smaller smaller like it goes down every time it goes down 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 so by the time we're adults and we're relying on god to give us something Mm. we just expect to be let down already like Mm. we expect to be disappointed and there's no optimism. There's no hope. There's no trust anymore because we've been let down because we have been constantly looking to people Mm -hmm. instead of God. But as children, I mean, you know, that's who we we have. That's 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 what what we, we that's what we do. Like depending on like your background and who raised you and whatever, like not all children are, you know, raised. You got to ask God, you got to look to God. Look, what did God tell you? Like go to him in prayer. Like, that's not always instilled in young children. Right. Um, even when it is, it's still difficult for a child to kind of understand. Fully grasp. And it's easier to look at an adult and say, you know, oh, I'll give this to you, whatever, and then you're let down. I'll give you candy when we get home. We get home, mom, can I have candy? No, go. To, you know, we're going to bed or we're doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, no candy. I'm disappointed. And then, like, growing up, it's like every single time people let you down, they're telling you you're going to do something and they don't, they let you down. And it's like, by the time you're having to trust God with something bigger, mm-hmm. by yeah. the time that you actually have to use your, like re- actually rely on something for something gigantic where there's no faith left. There's right. no, because you've been disappointed and let down so right. much by everyone around you. Right. It's like, it's conditioned us. Right. Mm. So 
then that would lead another question is how do you think we could get to a point where we can trust that he will do what he said he will do, that we will get what we've been asking for. Because, ha- because I don't know about y'all, but he's never let me down. Period. Like, ha- like, has there ever been a time that he went back on his promise for any of you? No. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my, that's, but what doesn't make sense is yet <laughs> he has always come, th- come through, yet he has never gone back on his promise. He has never let us down. The outcome may not have been the way we expected it to. But it was what we needed. Right. And we got what we needed. But we still are relying on the feelings that we have gotten from the world and not the the faith and the trust that he that he shows us every time that he comes through. I think it's because we think that we know what's best for us. Right. Like yeah. mm-hmm. in the end, we say like, I know myself, like no one knows me like I know me because I know my inner thoughts. Like I know what I'm thinking all the time. Like I know my deepest, darkest, most horrifying thought, you know, right. but it's even crazy because the Bible says that God knows you more than you. Right. Like he knows you. Which your is hard innermost. to fathom. And I can't even like, I'm like, who can know me more than me? Right. You know, not even my significant other knows me more than me. Right. You know, there's still things that I don't tell my boyfriend, like it's me, my brain, you know, my being all the weird intrusive thoughts. Yes. They don't come out. And like (laughs) literally yesterday, Celine and I were sitting next to each other and I'm turned away. And all of a sudden, like, my shoulder, she flicked my shoulder and I turned and it hurt. I turned around, she's like, I gave in on my intrusive thought. <laughs> I'm like, well, good for you, but that hurt. <laughs> but but it's just kinda of, it's kind of scary to think like the Bible says like God knows us better than us. Like he yeah. knows us so well and loves us still. Mm-hmm. Even after, like, I'm, like, all the bad things that I done thought or, like, did or whatever. Like, he still loves me. And that's mm-hmm. crazy to think about. It is crazy. So crazy. Like, God's like, oh, I knew you was going to do that today. But you know what? I still love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew you was going to cuss out that girl. But you know what? I still love you. Mm-hmm. You know? And that is wild to fathom, too. So wild. Like, I, and that's, that's another thing is, like, how, like, and yet, there's always an end yet he still loves us. Yeah. But we can't grasp it. I and know. it's crazy, though. He surpasses though. all knowledge. Like yeah. It's, which is crazy to even think about that. You Ugh. just don't know. Like, you can right. never, like, grasp it. We will never understand the mysteries we'll of God. Understand. No. And you know what's even crazier? It's like, he sees us in those low moments, and he still loves us, and, but he can still, like, correct us and give us guidance mm-hmm. in a loving way without right. condemnation. You know, without, like... Did I say that right? Condemnation. Condom. Condemnation. 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 Condemnation would be the name of an adult's film star. I was Condemnation. 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 Get your Condem- videos here. Condemnation. Condemnation. My bad. He doesn't catch our tears in the jar. He catches our tears in the condom. Stop it. Stop right now. Okay. Moving on. Sorry. <laughs> That's I'm so sorry. bad. Okay, sorry. That wasn't sacrilege, y'all. I'm just making a joke. Jesus. Anyway. Jesus. No, See, he Lord. knew he was gonna make that joke. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And yet and you know yet. what? He's shaking his head right now. He's like, Y'all too much. She said, Listen, Did y'all hear her? We gotta be relatable. Okay. We cannot point, be holy rollers in here. The point is that he corrects us and guides us when mm-hmm. it's needed in a loving way. Sometimes he's got to throw a brick at somebody, but what? you know, who's throwing bricks? No, it's not literally. <laughs> Can you imagine you do something dumb and he's like, do brick? Just go, Lord, <laughs> hello. No, but like some people need that rock bottom moment. Some yeah. people need to hit the lowest of lows, so right. the only way to go is up. Yeah. But others need just like a gentle, like, hey. You know, a little tippity tap, little, little tap your tap your knee right here. Yeah, this is not good. You know, this is not right. what you should be doing. This is yeah. not what I want for you. And then other people's like, boom, stop. Like, yeah, yeah you I, do much. I would need a brick. I <laughs> I'm hard headed. I'm stubborn. I would need a brick. There was mm-hmm. even we had baptism Sunday today. Hallelujah. I think pastor said that in first service and second service, it was 70 people that were getting baptized today. Mm. That's not including if anybody yes, in second service, like wanted to last minute decide. Yeah. Cause they didn't offer it in first cause there just wasn't time, but second service, there's going to be an option, I guess. Um, 
because we're recording during second service. <laughs> we went, we to, went first. to first. We went to first. Um, but uh, there was a guy that gave his testimony before he got baptized, and he said that he's getting baptized because, you know, he loves the Lord, all the things. And then he said that um, God literally brought him, broke him down and brought him to rock bottom only mm. to build him back up. And I, and like that proves a point that like some people need that. Not saying he's going to do that to you, but, but, and, and even so, even if he has brought you to your rock bottom, like he still caught you at the bottom. But right. you know, what's interesting about that? God doesn't, he's not like a puppet master. That's like causing things to happen no. to you. It's more like God's allowing things because people in the world, they have, we have free will, right? right. Everyone has free will. So let's say, you know, somebody, I'm I'm going out with somebody, I'm partying, whatever, and God's like, you need to stop doing that. And I keep continuing and whatever. And God gets to a point, he's like, I'm okay. just gonna I'm just gonna let it happen. You gotta and, learn th- and I feel like rock bottom, God's not always sending you there, but he's allowing you to put yourself in that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's with you the whole entire time. Yeah. But he's letting yourself dig, dig, dig down to the bottom until you get to a point where you're like, I just can't do it no more. And he's like, Okay. Here I am. I'm I ne- right here with left. you. I never left. Yeah. Let's go home. Like, right. let's come back. Yeah. I think sometimes people think that God is this big mean guy in the sky that's causing bad things to happen to mm-hmm. you when really it is the fall of man. Really, yeah. Yeah. it is your own sin. It's your own, you know, th- and I'm not saying that this is in all cases. I'm just, you know, because yeah. sickness happens, sin disease happens, things happen. Not that, sin of specific people, yes. just sin in the world in general. Yeah. Yes, it, it could be a variety. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Sound like a, a frog. Right. <laughs> a variety of things that could happen to you. Um but the point is God's not sitting there like, ha ha, ha I'm gonna, you know, do this and she's right. gonna lose her mind and she's gonna shave her head because she gonna get to that a place moment. She gonna have a Britney moment and she's gonna do this and like no, he's not like that. He's gonna be with you throughout the way, but he might let you stumble and fall mm-hmm. so you can learn something. But not entirely. Yeah. And I think uh and not to mention the fact that we are not battling flesh and blood, mm. right? Principalities and powers like the The spirit world is a real thing. Yes. And we constantly have, you know, things coming at us that we may not even acknowledge or recognize. Right. And that we, we have to, we have to learn to recognize and battle because there are things that because of the way that the world works that we could pass it off as something that it's not mm-hmm. and we're not rebuking it or fighting it the way that we should be in the correct way. Not saying that you're not fighting things, but like, um, for example, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So do you think that anxiety or t- attacks are something that God just allows I would say no. 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 I think it's an it's a spiritual attack. For sure. Now people have mental health issues. I don't think that God just gives people mental health issues. That's not a thing. Like mm-hmm. it is a it is an attack that people deal with. Yeah. That yes, some people need to go see a therapist. I go to a therapist and I have a lot of anxiety and depression that I deal with. Some people need to take medication. But like that is not something that God gives you. Like you're not like here. I'm going to make you so that you are going to have panic attacks for no reason unexplained. That's not how it goes. And there's so like, we are constantly being attacked and that's not the only thing. Like there's, there's so many other ways that we are attacked. We're attacked mentally. We're attacked emotionally. You know, like it's Satan never stops. Yeah. Constantly grinding. He hustles hard. Okay. And so if all of these are true and if we are, if we know what we know, that God has never let us down, that he's that he's always there for us, that even if we're at rock bottom, he's still there. If he's so lean. I'm so sorry. I don't how know why my Apple Watch all you? of a sudden does sound. And I'm like, why are you making noises? I don't know how to You're fired. Out. So just, you like scroll down and just put it on silent. Like it's like a little, yeah, just scroll <laughs> down. It's a little like bell. Wait, do I scroll up or... What are you talking about? Either up or down. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. She said, I don't know. I have an iPhone now, but I don't have an Apple Watch. I'm not helpful. You're fine. I'll figure it out. Okay. Well, so if all these things are true, that we know that God has never left us nor forsaken us, that he will continue to do what he said he will do, 
why do we think that we allow the enemy to get in? Because he's, like I said, he's hustling hard. He's steady grinding. Like he's, he's trying. And I, and it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like it is hard. Like if (laughs) Satan straight up is like, you fat, you ugly, you this, you that. I'm like, oh no, I am. Like there's no, like there's no like thought of like, uh uh-uh, that's not true. Like my first thought is like, oh no, all these things are true. Like why is our, (laughs) why is our first thing to be offended and not be on the defense? Why do you think that is? Mm. I feel like maybe if you're not like strong in your faith, not to say you're not strong in your faith. No, 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 yeah. But you know, like maybe if, especially because like he tries to get you when you're down. Yeah. So if you're already down and out and not really like, your best self that's like the perfect opportunity for him to come in and be like "Ooh, like let me just say this to her real quick let me just whisper hey, let me just mama, say let me whisper in here. you know what i mean like that's exactly <laughs> how he is you know like yeah. he's not gonna come up to you when you're like on your grind like meditating on scripture or you know praying and everything is good and dandy he comes at you when you're gonna try you know he'll try but it's not gonna work because right. he's gonna be like uh, girl, like you ugly. You gonna be like, no, I'm not. Like what? Like right. God says, da 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 da. You like, know what I've noticed though that. with me, the more I'm in my Bible, the more He attacks. And I think it depends on the person. Cause I literally, when I, like, I can say right now, like I, I'm, I'm being honest. I haven't been in my Bible for like probably a week or so, maybe more. And cause I've been sick and I just haven't been up to it and whatever. Yeah. Have not been in my Bible. I've been Gucci. <laughs> so <laughs> no, at least not, that way. Not that I, I still feel close to God. I still, you know, yeah. encounter him, but you know, I'm not, you haven't been deep diving. I'm not deep diving and questioning and getting answers and like really like studying and like in it as I used to be. Um, and last time this happened, I jumped back in and then like, it just started happening. The attacks just kept coming and coming and coming. Because and he's now trying I'm to like, keep you from he's trying to keep that. you from. I'm yeah. a little bit scared to go in my Bible now <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just like I don't know that I'm ready for the enemy to come at me with whatever he's got. So, but if you know it's coming, then you can defend. I yourself. know, but it's just yeah. a little bit like it makes me think like spiritual warfare. Like you were just saying, it is so much bigger than us. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It is. We are just so lucky that God made us and thought to make us. But in the scheme of things, we are like a little like just blip in time. We are so tiny Mm -hmm. and insignificant to the big scheme of things. In God's quantum realm. I know. I'm I'm cracking up. (laughs) But God, he cares that much for us. He still does. But the devil don't. He don't care. No, not he one don't care. He's gonna tell you that he do, but he really don't. He that, don't, see, and that's, that's and thing. that's why so many people in Hollywood and in whatever are like, oh, like, ah, like you know, ah, we don't, ah. we don't like Christians. We don't do Christianity. We don't like Jesus. Like you know, you hear about these Satan worshippers and Illuminati and all that crap. You know, right? Yeah. And because the devil's convincing them like it's you know this is the way and then he about to turn on them he about to turn on them oh yeah and and i just imagine it like like the bible talks about like putting on your like armor of god right Mm -hmm. and like all the time like we're in god's army and we're fighting his battle like this is how i fight my battles (laughs) but like because everybody talks about it so like this is we're in god's army like we're fighting his battle but no it's more like an out of breath like like, but like for real (laughs) for real when i say when god said put on the armor of god he said a battle a legit battle is coming And if you are not prepared, if you are not armored up, if you are not strong in my word and on my side, there will be casualties. You will. There will be a point where you have to choose my team or his. There is no in between. He don't want them lukewarms. He wants either you're hot burning for me or you're cold. Nothing to do with me. Like he wants you to choose. And when it comes down to it at all at the end like there will be a time when you have to pick a side yeah and like you better hope you're on the right side because right. i'm telling you 
you don't want to be on the losing side. Yeah. You really don't. And when they say like it's a battle between flesh and blood, it is, and it's a spiritual battle and there's a spiritual war going on. Yeah. I'm just imagining like above us. So like we're under the firmament, right? In in the world and like above us in that realm, there's so much going on that we can't see right. that God is dealing with. Right. Yet he still is dealing with us. And he's yeah. just hoping that there are no casualties in this. He's hoping that everyone here will just choose his side and be with him so so you won't die. He's like, there's all this going on, this battle between me and the devil and the demons and all this stuff and my angels and whatever. And Jesus is coming and he's going to fight the war. And he's like, I just don't want you to be in the middle of it. I want you to be on my team. Right. The Lord revealed that to me in church today. Just let oh, I let you know. I love that. It was just, and then I just seen, I just seen like a big chess board, mm. right? I, I don't know if you guys have ever played chess. Mm. I've seen people play it, but I've never actually played when it. When you play chess and like chess players, you're going to understand this analogy. I don't know if it's an analogy, but whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Um, when you play chess, you're not only thinking about the move that you are about to take. You're thinking about all the outcomes of all the possibilities of moves you could make when the goal is to check the king. Okay. And I'm just imagining it like you got the devil's team and God's team and we're all the pawns. Like Mm -hmm. we're all the individual pieces and we all play different parts. Right. Like all the different pieces can move differently. Like you got the horse, the rook, like the queen, like all the different things they can move the bishop. They all move differently on the board, but still move forward. The goal is to get to the other side and to knock out the pawns. Just like in checkers. Checkers, kind okay, of, yeah. but I've played checkers. Yeah, yes. I've played checkers. <laughs> it's like checkers. You basically want to be the last one standing. You want to knock out the king, okay. right? So instead but of all... stacking up your little dude to go backwards, yeah. you just want to get to the other side. But if you do get to the other side, you get to upgrade and you can move around oh, the so board. Just but like checkers, okay? Just like checkers, okay? But the point is, like, all the different pieces all move differently. Okay. So it's like, so they can only go certain directions. Yes. Okay. They can only move specific ways on the board, but they're all different kinds of ways. Okay. So when you're playing, you have to look at all the outcomes, all the different possibilities, and you have to anticipate what the other person's yeah. going to do. It's it's crazy. Oh, that would be hard. It's mm-hmm. difficult, that's and that's what's chess. happening. <laughs> God and the devil are sitting at this table and they're just using their pawns. Yeah. We are pawns. Like we, he's like, not y'all, in a bad way. Not in a bad way. He's like, y'all like play for my team. Like, you know, things are I'm happening. I'm going to put you into place. Yes. Yeah. We, but we need to be ready to be yes. put place. And this is why you're not moving because for now you can only move this way. Oh, you can only move like this. Oh, he said that person over here. Oh, I'm, this Jesus. is what God revealed to me. And I was kind of like wanting to share it and I was waiting for a time to share it. And Jesus. I didn't know if it was going to be today, but he's like that person next to you, you're watching them move. They're moving that way because that's where they are. Oh. And like, that's how they're being used. But like right now you're not in your Bible. You're not, oh. you're not ready. You're not ready to move that the way you want to. Jesus. That person over there, he's ready to move and he can jump across the board. You can only go one step at a time right oh. now. Yeah. But then once you make it to the end, you get to upgrade and you can move around the board however hey. you want. So what a word. So he literally because when pastor was talking about like it's a, you know, in the like a spirit, like what's the word he said? What did he say? He was like, it's a a battle. He's like, it's just a battle like like with demons, like for real, like it is a spiritual battle. And and God just showed me a chessboard and and he's like, this is just like there's so many moving parts, yeah. so many moving parts. But to win the game, he's like, I need everybody all together yeah. to be up in their armor and to be like working and like don't focus on what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Do your part and like just do what you can do and what I'm allowing for you right right now. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hey, and, th- and that can go for like. While like waiting on your promise. Yes. Like for, you know, the thing that I'm struggling with right now, I'm not going to go into specifics, but, um, it's something that I've wanted for a long time. And, you know, there's a lot of like not understanding why and a lot of waiting and I'm seeing it happen for other people. I'm seeing it easy for other people. And that's where I'm at. I'm just like, I don't, not that I wish what I'm dealing with upon others. Cause I don't, I don't. I don't wish that it's hard to receive what I'm wanting to receive. Like, I don't wish that. But there's this bit of jealousy that comes up. Like, why mm-hmm. was it so easy for them? Why Why did it just happen for them? Like, why am I having to jump all th- through these hoops and work so hard? Why is it not moving? 
You told me that you were going to do it. You said that you're doing it. Where is it? And that's, and that, that makes sense because they're like, if like, I can't move, I can only move the way that I'm capable of moving mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. my, I can only go as far as I'm able to go. And that doesn't mean you're not going to reach the end goal. No, right. that just means like you're just at your own pace. Right. Mm-hmm. And that I need to do more because I definitely do. Like that's like that, that convicted me. I need to do more. I didn't mean to convict you. No, I know. But okay. I, like I, I did, you said it convicted you. Like I, I, I did. Yeah. I need to do more. There's more that I need to do. How can I expect to move in the direction that I want to move if I'm not doing anything to prepare myself? Right. Like that, you know, and so, it'd be like giving like, not that we're children throwing tantrums, but a kid that throws a tantrum, he's like, I just want the candy. It's like the tired mom just being like, here, have your candy. What did the child learn? Nothing. They learned absolutely nothing. nothing. They learned that they can cry and whine and get candy and get candy. Yeah. But okay. What is a gentle parent going to do? Now, listen, this is not how we act in a store. You're not getting this toy right now. We're going to go home. We're going to have a snack and we're going to have a nap. We can get the store once you earn your like allowance. Like you got it, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's like God's gentle parenting us. Sometimes he's, you know, being more harsh with us. Like, yeah. like we mean, said, tough the people, love is needed tough sometimes. Love, yeah. But I need to be hit with a brick. Okay? He's gentle, stern <laughs> parenting with us. And yeah. he's, and he's trying to teach us. He doesn't, he wants us to have everything asking you shall receive, but he isn't just me and I'm just going to give it to you. He's right. like, well, I'm going to teach you something in this. Right. I'm going to show you something in this. Like, we're going to work on it together. Like, right. I'm not going to just give it to you because then, you know, what do you get from it? Right. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that, you know, <laughs> not only is he potentially trying to teach us something, whether it be patience or waiting or trusting or whatever else you need to learn. Um, there's so many other things because he's omnipotent and he knows everything. If that's the right one. Right. Omnipotent means he's all knowing. I think. Okay, I think we're so. gonna go with that. If it's not, then it's the other Almighty, O. Uh, defender, my victory, my refuge, the one I run to. You are the guy. Sorry, of the breakthrough. Breakthrough. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> because he's all knowing, and there's so he's looking at the chessboard. There's all these different moving parts. He has to know, like Gabby said, that who that really ties into it. Hallelujah. That he has to know what see what the enemy's doing, and he has mm-hmm. to. Like anticipate, anticipate what the enemy's going to. Do. I mean, he knows. He doesn't have to anticipate. He no, knows. yeah, he knows. But like, he knows. Who are we kidding? He knows. He knows. He, knows. he had a regular chess player. Uh, he <laughs> he's like the Queen's Gambit. Like she just knew that screaming. that one chess yeah. show. Yeah. Anyway, so he knows what the enemy's going to do, and he ha- he can only do things to you know defend against, move around, whatever. Like he has to get you to the other side, but there's things that he has to go through. Things that move out of the way because you so, know why. Because people still have free will. Yeah. He can't yeah. control people. No. So if the devil can convince a person to do something, God can't just like, boom, okay, they're not going to do that. He's not he like, can, smite! Nah, he can put <laughs> things in place to kind of prevent right. or yeah. protect or, yeah. like you said, defend. But, like, the devil's got pawns, too. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's things that we can't know. And guess what? Because of that, sometimes that's why we have to wait. It's mm-hmm. not always because of a lesson. Like, yeah. there's other things that gotta get through. Other people, other things at play. Like, there's right. other stuff going on. Like, for yeah. example, um, in case you don't know, I work with kids with special needs. Um, not entirely, but majority kids with autism. And um, I started this job in 2019. <clears throat> like, right before COVID. I think I got hired in December, and my first day was in January after Christmas break. And I work at a school. And... Um, up until that point, I was a nanny and I worked for this family for two years and um, it had gotten to the point that they were no longer treating me kindly. Mm-hmm. I was getting treated more like the help than a person and I was absolutely miserable, like miserable. And I was like, all right, I got to get a new job, but I can't quit my job until I get a new job. So I'm starting to look for a job. I'm praying and I'm believing and asking God for a new job. I didn't know what I wanted it to be. I just knew I didn't want to be a nanny anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do this. I wanted to work where there were other adults and I had other people to talk to. Like I was thinking maybe an office job. I just needed to get out of this. So I probably looked for six months to a year. So probably the beginning of 2018 is when I started looking. Couldn't find anything. And there were multiple opportunities that, you know, I thought I was a shoe in for. Like people literally told me like, we're going to hire you. We just have to wait till X, Y, and Z. 
Okay, great. I got this job. And then I get my hopes up and get ready. And then nothing. And I'm like, you told me that I had the job. What's going on? And I'm getting frustrated with God. And I'm like, you told, like, I heard him tell me that he was going to get me a job, that I was going to go somewhere, but I was stuck. Mm -hmm. And I, I was so upset and I was so frustrated and work was terrible. And like, I had to wait it out. And so eventually, um, I got my job started in January and then COVID hit literally three months later. And, um, I was like, dude, what the heck? Like Mm -hmm. I literally, I was stuck in this job that wouldn't get me anywhere. I was stuck in this misery. You get me out. And then I end up back. Now I have no job Yeah, because COVID, right? So because I worked for a contract company, I didn't work for the school district. So I'm like, I'm not going to get paid. What am I going to do? So come to find out that a select number of people were chosen to work with kids on zoom for zoom class. And I was one of the few, like so much, there were so little people that were chosen that I was told, don't tell anyone because you're the only one in your classroom that's getting paid. No one else is getting paid. Oof. Mm. And everybody else had to go on unemployment. So I'm like, whoo, okay. All right, God, I guess you do know what you're doing. Yeah. And so then, you know, going through like COVID and doing all that, you know, I learned other things that uh, I could, that my position was not even open until somebody else had to get fired. It was rightfully so. She was falling asleep in class instead of watching the kid. Like it was, oh. it was bad. She needed to go. Justified. But they were trying to give her opportunities to get better and not do that. Yeah. So like I, he I literally could not take the job until this person was removed. Mm-hmm. And so you were waiting on other people. So I was waiting on other people. And mm. that's the thing that I, that even though once we get the promise that we've asked for or the thing that we've been waiting for, whatever, and God usually will reveal everything that we didn't know. Not always, but enough for us to be like, Oh, that's why. But it's also like in that situation, God needs to provide for her too. You know, God, and that's why, you know, well, God, why can't she just get fired? She's slacking anyways. He's like, well, I need, I need to take care of my other daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Like I need to take care of her too. So there's so many factors that we know, not that I want her to get fired, but like things need, moving parts need to be Like she has a lesson she's got to be learning. Mm -hmm. Like she's got a story too. See, God threw a brick at her. Yeah. Right. You know, she'd be digging down with a backhoe down to rock bottom. I mean, (laughs) she got a whole excavator. I don't know. But I mean, you know, it just goes to show that like, there's so many things that we cannot know. We cannot understand. And it's interesting to me that every time, at least for me, every time that he's pulled through the way that he said he would, or in the way that I needed, um, he's revealed things to me to make me understand why I had to wait, why it Mm -hmm. took so long, whatever, why he did it in the way that he did, because it may not be the outcome that I had expected. Um, and I still, again, when I wait for something else and I'm like, Oh, come on. I don't want to, Oh, this is ridiculous. I don't want to wait. And you would think (laughs) that we would learn our lesson, (laughs) but it's so hard. Yeah. And I think, um, for me, what has gotten me through this particular season of waiting on something is remembering when he has pulled through yes remembering Mm. what he has done Mm -hmm. going back on all of those things and saying okay i asked you to do this and you did and you came through with this i asked you to do this and you came through with this and you did this and reminding myself because we quickly forget what he has done yes because Mm. we are needy and we are ungrateful and we're unworthy and yet he still comes through. I have yeah. a great challenge. I'm well, so glad you brought that up. Before we get to the challenge. No, I know. I'm just so glad you brought that Put up. I was like, I, I was going to ask if either one of you have examples that God has really pulled through for you on something that would encourage people before we go. Because I gave mm. my job. I was going to say, same thing with my job this time last year. Like, I was in, I was working at a daycare and I, <clears throat> I thought I loved it. I do. I loved, I loved the kids. I was in the baby room. Like I was with a bunch of babies all day long. It was awesome. But like that job was hard. Mm -hmm. 
I was getting paid nine, do it. <laughs> $9.30 an hour with no health benefits at all. Ooh. And I was working full time. Okay. It, it was rough. Yeah. I was scraping barrel. Like it was, but I loved it. I yeah. loved the kids. I loved being around that. And I learned so much and got all this knowledge and whatever. And like, I don't know why I have all this information in my brain about pregnancy. I don't, I'm, I ain't nowhere near. About, it's probably all those okra minutes that you had to do. Cause I had, yeah, to, to, I had to do so many okra classes, but like also several of my coworkers were pregnant. <laughs> like, and literally like, I know what a mucus plug is now. Ew. Like that's super gross, but like, I just have all this useless yeah. information. <laughs> right. Um, but I learned so much and I just enjoyed it. And, but it was really draining. It was yeah. draining me and it was hard and it was just kind of toxic management and, and it and it was just so fake. The coworkers are just most of them. Not all of them. If you're listening, I, you know, you know who you are. But <laughs> I don't it don't think was any just, of them are uh, probably not. But it was so so surface level. It was so fake. Like even one of the girls wrote on my birthday card, like, Happy birthday. I like you sometimes. Ew. I was like, uh-huh. hello. Um, I actually really like you, but okay. Okay. I, it was, it was just not good. And I, Jay was like, oh, you don't like this job. You should get another one. I'm like, no, I love this job. It's a great job, whatever. Cause it was an answer to prayer. And it was, it was an answer to the prayer when I, when I needed it and it was a blessing when I needed it, but I was outgrowing it. Yeah. I was out, yeah, simply sure. outgrowing it and it was time. And I'm the person who does not like change. What I do don't you? like change. She don't like change. I don't. I don't like change. I don't like to be pushed. I don't like to be put in a position that's like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to make decisions. You know, I want to be content and same thing. I'm a creature of habit. Um, Aren't we all though? I mean, who likes change? Yeah, There's people that do like change. Not me. (laughs) Not I. (laughs) Not I. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Um, and, And I was finding myself in the most anxiety and panic and... And you were having medical depression issues. all at the same time being at the job. And then I started to get sick. And for some reason in for like the first three months of last year of 2022, I was, was so 22? sick. I thought it was 21. 22. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, I've only been in my job about almost like a year. Oh, okay. It came up with my memories. All right. Never mind. In April, like <laughs> I quit my job. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I quit my job. but um i started to get so sick and like for like three months could not figure out what was wrong with me i'm only 24 and i'm like literally horrible stomach pain like i had a endoscopy it's where they took it put a camera down your throat and then i had a colonoscopy at 24 okay usually you don't got to get that till you're 40 what like right you know hello um and then i had that test where they check your gallbladder and like i had all these tests done right and in the emergency room twice because like I was on the floor and it, I felt like I was dying. Like it felt like I was being stabbed. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I was like, God, what's going on? I just want to be healed. First, they told me I had Crohn's disease. Then they told me I had celiac disease. Then they told me, oh, we don't know what it is. Oh, no, you're just gluten intolerant and whatever. I changed my diet three times. I changed to all different kinds of diets, could not figure out what's going on. And at the beginning of all this, I had asked my doctor, I was like, I'm taking these medications. Um, could the medications be causing this? He's like, no, there's no way. I'm like, okay. Could not find out what's going on. And when they did these tests, they're like, there's definitely something wrong with you. I was starting to feel crazy. And he said, there's something going on. We just don't we know. We don't know, is. but we're going to figure it out. I'm like, okay. So what did I do? I stopped taking every medication I was on, completely stopped taking. I was like, I'm just not going to put anything in my body because I'm just scared. Completely stopped taking every medication. I started to get better. Wouldn't you believe? Started what to get better. Know? So I go back and I'm like, sir, hello? Hello? <laughs> sir? I'm in medical debt now because I've had all these right. procedures done. Um, I feel significantly better. I have not changed my diet. He's like, what'd you do? I said, stop taking all my medication. He's like, well, what are you on? I told him. He's like, yep, that's what it was. That medicine is known to like, you know, cause these issues, whatever. And I'm like, I asked you this in the beginning. <laughs> Before you shoved tubes in Hello? my throat and down my butt. And you said that, wouldn't it? I didn't ask for this in the beginning. <laughs> and the it's interesting because the medication I was on was called Meloxicam. And it was 
a medicine that I had been taking since 2017 or no. Yeah, 2017 when I got my back surgery and it helps with inflammation on my joints or like my hip and my whatever um, from my back surgery. And he said it's a medication you can take for years and not have any issue. It's a really low dose. Like it's fine. Okay, I trust you, doctor, because you're a doctor and you have been paid to be a doctor. All that school. You think you could trust somebody. Oh, whatever. Well, also our bodies change. So, True. you know, your body could just be like, just kidding. I don't like True. it anymore. But I looked at the side effects of this medication and it said that it can cause it basically GI like issues? it sheds the lining of your stomach. What? <laughs> yeah. I thought ibuprofen was bad. It, it literally it can like really mess up your Jeez. insides after taking it for a while. And I'm like, he didn't tell me that. Well, well, well. so. During so, I'm healed. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But um, in the midst of all that, you know, my job was giving me like just being horrible with me about it. I was having to call off. I was having to like whatever because I was getting sick and I was like all this stuff happening to me and they were just there was no grace, there was no understanding, there was no nothing. And it was a moment for me where I realized like I don't want to be here. Yeah. And I just quit. I didn't give it two weeks. Cold I turkey. cold turkey quit, and it was. Did you finish the, your shift? Or did you I just didn't, not go to I work? Had, so I had thought I had strep throat and I was like <gasps> sick. Right. I thought You're I had sick. COVID or something. And she got mad at me because I went and got COVID tested. I was like, I have 103 fever. You want me around a baby right now? That's sickening. There's mm. eight weeks old in there right now. Like, you want me to be around yeah. a baby? That's the thing. Like, I understand you're short staff, but like you work with children. Also, yeah. two weeks before that, the stomach flu was going around. I got the stomach flu and I was thrown up at work and she sent two other people home with it and wouldn't send me home. Ew. So then I went on my lunch break and I was throwing up my lunch break. I texted her. I said, I'm not coming back. I'm throwing up. Right. Yeah. She I froze like, up. I froze up. I froze up. But I was, it's just like the lack of care. Right. You know, and I've been working here for three years. Like you seemed like you cared about me, but mm. anyway, when she was useful to you. True. Cause that's how people use us. That's how Satan true. uses his pawns. But the point is, I done quit my job. I was going through all this medical stuff. I had nothing. I was living off my savings. Good thing, like, I made, because of COVID, I made less than poverty level. So I got, like, $4,000 left of my taxes before all this happened. I put it right in my savings account. (laughs) And that's what I was living off of without a job and just trusting God. Mm -hmm. And... I was like, God, like, I don't even know what I'm asking for, but I just need you to come through. Yeah. I don't even know what. I didn't have a job for a month, almost two months. Yeah. yeah. A month and a half, two months. <laughs> and and then he dropped this job in my life and where I'm Literally at now. dropped it. Literally just showed up out of nowhere. And I was like, I don't even know that I'll be good at this. I don't even know that I'll like it. And I love it. I didn't even know what I wanted. I didn't even know. That was the same for me. I didn't know if I would like it. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I was asking for. Yeah. I was just like. God, I don't, I just quit my job with no, any, no prospects, nothing I wanted to do, nothing I had in mind. I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Lord, just, just do something just for me. Do. Yeah. And here we are. Jesus and Christ. Are. Can you do something for me? <laughs> <laughs> can you provide a job for me? Hey. <laughs> hey. What about you, Sleen? Um, I will say that, um, probably, let's see. Like the end of 2021, I had really wanted to move out. I really wanted to be in my own space. Like, but, and like, I was like, oh, but like, I don't really make that much to like spend on like, you know, $600, $700 like of rent. And like, I don't want like a small studio apartment. Like I want to have like, like a bedroom. And then, um. The studios are tiny. They're really inconvenient. And then like, like plans were being made to like move in with like, a roommate but like time and time again they would like fall through because like maybe like it just wasn't the right time or you know like we were like in between jobs and like mm-hmm. things like that so it just never really worked out and then last year after you know we had you know made you know we had our little girlies group um and um I think it was in October or like September when my roommate was like, you know, I'm thinking about moving out. Like these are places that I'm looking at. And she wasn't looking at any two bedrooms because it's just her, you know, she just wanted, you know, one bedroom. And then this spot, you know, she just, 
was just driving around the neighborhood and saw this apartment and she went and looked at it and it was two bedrooms and she was so excited about it. And, and it then, wasn't like what she was already paying or something. Or close yeah. And to it, it was like, it was less than what she was already paying. Look at that. And it was a whole nother room. It was a whole nother room. <laughs> and I remember we were just like joking about it. Like, Oh my God. Like what if we were roommates? Like what if we just <gasps> moved in? And we were roommates. And then we were oh my roommates. gosh. They were roommates. <laughs> and then like what started out as like a joke because I'm like, I just met you two months ago. Like, mm-hmm. we are not about to, I'm not about to move in. I don't you. know I just, you. Yeah, like, I don't know you. I just met you. You don't know me. You don't know what I got. <laughs> I'm all great. No. And then, like, and then it started to get more real. We were, like, really thinking like, about it. Like, should. you know, like, maybe we should. And then, like, even with that, there were, like, bumps in the road because I was supposed to move in in October. And then I moved it to December. And then they were like, hey, we need more time. So I moved it to January. But then, like. Now I have no complaints. I've moved in. We've been living together for like five months now. It's literally amazing. The apartment is amazing. My roommate is like, I've heard horror stories of people like that have these terrible people that they live with. And like, my only complaint is that she leaves her socks on the floor sometimes. (laughs) Like, If you're listening to this, pick up your (laughs) socks. You know, like that's like my only complaint. So like what I, you know, you... We want these things to happen on our time when we want them to. And right. then, like, now that I've I've gone through that and I finally have got, you know, what I wanted and, you know, it didn't look like what, you know, I originally thought that it was going to. Right. But, like, I'm just so grateful that it happened the way that it did. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at him go. Look I know. At look God at God. Go. God go said, God. you thought you wanted that, it's but I got you something greater. Look, you know? See? Come on now. You wanted this, but like, mm, that was mid. So, Come but on. look at this. Greater. <laughs> that was mid. Come <laughs> on with the greater. Well, I mean, here comes God showing up again. Like showing up and do. showing out. Show's about to sh- blow your mind. I haven't heard that song in forever. Uh, well, let's wrap it up. I have a challenge. So do I. Okay, go. you go first. Okay, so my challenge, and it's for myself too, is to remember that we can't know everything. Mm-hmm. We don't know all the moving parts. And, you know, God has a lot to do. And we need to remember and, like, keep that in mind that, like, okay, I must not be getting it right now because I either need to learn something or because he's got some work to do. And those things take time. And that we need to... Focus on the things that he has done, mm-hmm. where the promise has been fulfilled, where it was worth the wait, and remember, he did this, he did this, he did this, and and sometimes it's hard to think of it, but like even little things are victories. Yeah. So make a list if you have to. That's what I did. I made a list of all the things that I asked God for, and I put the date of when I asked, and then, you know, the first time I asked, and then I put the date of when it came, when it was fulfilled so that I can look back and say like, okay, like he did this. Like even after some of them, even after all this time, I asked him this, you know, even things I asked him one time for Mm -hmm. that. It wasn't like a big thing that I needed, but I asked him for it. And oh man, he remembered that from like six months ago. Holy smokes. I only asked him one time, you know, so it really makes it easier for you to put in perspective of like, he is always working. He never stops. Yeah. And that's important to remember. You stole my challenge. Did I really? I'm angry at you. Well, that's because <laughs> the king of kings is in this room. Hey. We bow down and worship you. Worship. The king of kings is in this room. But for real, get a tiny little like little notebook to put in your purse. Like a little, one of those little tiny ones. Yeah. Little notebook. And every single time God even comes through when you didn't even ask, write down the yes. blessings. Yeah. Write it down. Yep. Write it down. Write it down. (laughs) (laughs) That's a slogan. Write it down. Write it down. If you're taking notes, write it down. If you're not taking notes, write write it down. down. Because you don't want to forget. And in those deep moments when you're having it, God's not even, where are you? You can read, literally read what he has done. Yep. Even if you didn't ask for it. That's what I mean. Even if you did not sit in prayer and ask for it. Remember, he knows your innermost thoughts. Yeah. Even if you're sitting in the, you know, parking lot of wherever and you're like, man, like, how am I going to pay for gas this week? Right? right. You're not, it's not even a prayer. You're just thinking, you're just saying it. I need to, you're not even saying it. You're thinking it. You're like, I just need gas this week. Yeah. And okay. You find a 20 on the whatever. And you, now you have or gas. Somebody's like, mm-hmm. here, I shortchanged you from last week. Here you go. I owe here you, you money go. Or like, Oh, you got a extra 20 on your whatever. Found it. I, listen, I need a gas money really bad. One time I found $40 in my washer. Period. You know, I was like, hallelujah. I'm going to go fill do you think that's a coincidence? No. No. I, I don't know not. where it came from. <laughs> he knows your innermost thoughts and he he knows what you need, right? Yeah. And 
he gonna take care of you even mm-hmm. when it comes down to the tiny little like man i need a nap i'm in my car having lunch and i don't got a fork they forgot to give me a fork you look looking around oh, oh there's a fork in the glove box <laughs> he reminds you I'll that. shout over that but yeah, i'm listen. just saying it's the small things it's the things that like you don't ask for and he still gives it to you anyways and you need to write that down so you can know he cares for you even the tiniest little things like even the he littlest thing. cares so much listen, for what you care about listen his eyes on the sparrow so you need to write down what you asked for and write down when it's answered and you yep. also need to just write down what he's doing for you on the daily yep. right journal it it doesn't have to be a long three paragraph just god did this god did this like literally just taking notes jotting it down so you don't forget right Hallelujah. That's it. That's all. Do you have that's a challenge to add? I do not. I think that's a really good challenge. Okay. I like well, that. that's it. That's all. We just want to make sure that everybody's input was given. Yeah, of course. Everybody's covered. Well, we love y'all. This is an extra long one. Sorry, guys. We got, you know, when Jesus comes, hey, they end up getting long. And you know what? You can't put a time on the Lord. No. Take our time. Take our time. How that's okay. Take, your time. That's, take okay. your time. that's okay. Take your time. Take your time. That's okay, baby. Take your time.